Peace. Welcome to another episode of On Shuffle with Cindy Lee. That's me, y'all. I'm here to chat a little bit about what's been going on and give five cents on some random things that I saw on the interwebs. Uh, Just a reminder, if you have any particular questions, even if they have to do with sex or sexuality or not, please contact me on all the social media platforms at my full government, Cindy Lee Alves, and I will put it in the show notes. So let's see what has happened since the last time I've recorded. The holidays are upon us. Variety of holidays. We're not going to sit here and just focus on Judeo-Christian ones, but yes. Tis the season. The most recent one that has happened that I'm aware of is Thanksgiving, which I don't really celebrate, but I also acknowledge and honor if people have traditions where they connect with their family members, eat delicious ass food, and mix all the goodness of the yams and the greens and the mac and cheese all on one plate. So blessings to y'all. I did not get mac and cheese this year, did I? I got some vegan mac and cheese like during the weekend, but not during Thanksgiving. Uh, I live with my lover and our dog Tigger, who is a gift and a curse. I love him so much. But we decided to not go anywhere for Thanksgiving. We decided to stay home. Love, you know, being able to get together with family, however you define family. But we also wanted to acknowledge the family that we have cultivated in our home. So we had dinner, right? As a regular day would, because I have complicated feelings around this particular holiday and the genocide that has occurred on this land that we are settlers in. But I guess that's for another episode. I told you this is going to be on shuffle for real. Like, I wasn't bullshitting you. So yeah, we, we chilled I've had a really long, I guess, quarter, if we're looking at it in that sense. I was traveling for like a month and doing a bunch of things in terms of my work. So it was just nice to stay home, to spend time at home, chill, eat some yummy food. We cooked together. She made some bomb ass turkey meatloaf. And what did I make? I don't even remember anymore. Oh, I made some green bean casserole that I never made before in my life. But that was really good. I hope y'all have had um, a good fall slash winter for the folks on the Northeast, on the East Coast of the United States. This is kind of the time where people can get into funks, especially if you have like seasonal affective disorder, Uh, lack of sun and vitamin D sometimes puts a damper and we have to shimmy and twerk our way back to our joy, which is a thing. So I just want to say that folks who are dealing and struggling know that I see you and I'm I am you and I am working on that myself. All right, so let's talk about 
I had a list. I'm not even going to lie to y'all, right? Because I overthink, which is why, if you know me, like I tend to go on these tangents and spirals and rabbit holes or fill in some other type of euphemism for like, you just think a lot, right? You have a lot of thoughts on things. I wanted to talk about Lizzo because that was the thing that has come up recently. And I was like, all right, let's, let's touch on that. It's layered, right? I've always, I personally have had complicated feelings about opinions around people that I don't know or I'm concerned about, but I think there's a teachable moment around the things that are in the media, right? Because that's the importance of media literacy and being able to really look at these messages and what what are the other things that are, are, are meant by them, right? Especially now that we're talking about social media being involved. So I think what had happened was, right, Lizzo went to a basketball game feel like it was a Lakers game. That information is not important to me. It might be important to one of y'all. But she had on, I don't know, she had on like a black dress, it looked like, with her ass cheeks out, right? Giving me very much Prince and the ass cheek glory. Rest in peace. I'm having feelings about him too that I will not tangent on, but around his sister selling part of the estate. Anyway, not my business. So yeah, she had her ass cheeks out and people are feeling some type of way about it. So where do I want to start with this? Let's let's start with some questions, right? Because I can't sit here. I'm trying to make an assumption out of the things that I've seen, how people are reacting to this. You'll see the questions, reflect on them, see if they resonate with you. And yeah, we can work something out and have some discourse around it. So a lot of the people, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of negative, right? I'm seeing a lot of uh, trash ass or harmful ass opinions around what Lizzo did. And it's fascinating to see the the different nuances in the way that people p- place their value judgments on other folks and these different stipulations that we give when something just doesn't feel right in our spirit and not really checking into um the origin of it. Like, why isn't this something that's okay for me? Right? So for for the negative comments that I've seen, they're either rooted in, in from my opinion and in my experience of taking a look at these comments and like the the rationale people are giving of why they're not fucking with Lizzo um, having her ass out in this particular way. It's either rooted in some type of misogyny or misogynoir, right? So like the policing of black women and black bodies in particular, but also like black fat bodies, right? So it's either like rooted in misogyny and misogynoir, uh, misogynoir in particular, um, rooted in fat phobia or a combination of the two and sprinkle a little respectability politics, right? Some people are like, oh, I don't have a problem with Lizzo doing this, but she did it at a basketball game. She didn't do it at one of her shows where there is a particular audience, right? She did it at a basketball game. The justification that people are giving is that there was children there. So we're talking about like the the sexualization of bodies too and projecting that onto someone who decided to have their ass cheeks out. And what I'm fascinated about, and I'm look, I'm not doing this as a comparison, but I know it comes across as a comparison. And that's something to reflect on for you too. I think about the cheerleaders at basketball games living their best lives with this incredible talent and also have not near nothing on, right? Or like, you know, 
things that are covered by their bathing suit are generally covered, give or take half an ass cheek. And they're there, I'm sure, every game. I haven't played ball in a minute, and I never had cheerleaders like that giving me life when I was playing. But my assumption is that, you know, they are living their best best life. Their breast life. I mean, yes, that might be a Freudian slip, but that too. So I'm just curious, what is the difference between the cheerleaders that are at these games all the time and how we're having conversations around their quote unquote lack of clothing? And again, see, I'm going on a tangent. It makes me think about how much power are we putting into someone else's stuff? And what it really means is what is it to be an accountable parent and having a teachable moment around the things that your children may or may not see in the world that you are not in control of? You know, tipping my hat to parents, that shit is not easy. But yeah, something to think about. And then something else that also comes up for me when we're talking about Lizzo's ass and what it really means, this a young black fat femme from what I gather centering her joy and you know being very open and public about her celebrating herself right celebrating her successes where was I going with this I think oh and comparing it we don't at the same time right because to me the universe has this really interesting timing to be able to talk about things and show like the differences in how we are having conversations around this. Beyonce just started doing, I guess, her campaign or like being more public and vocal about the fact that it looks like in January she's going to be releasing Ivy Park. And she has pictures of herself, this fly-ass hairstyle. And I'm very glad, side note, that they are bigging up the hairstylist, which is, I forgot, some femme in L.A., And I'll try to find it and put it in the notes if that's helpful. Anyway, the point was Beyonce's ass was all out. Beyonce's ass was all in the interwebs. And we did not have the same conversation. And look, Beehive, I'm not saying that we need to. I think we need to be talking about respectability politics and our value judgments and what our value judgments mean to us. And like we can have power and feel ways about things, right? Like that's part of our culture is to gather things based on our society, our family, our upbringing and piece apart and parse out what we think is important and valuable in terms of our morals and our values, right? And that even that impacts how we look at sex and sexuality. And I feel like that shows up in these places. Respectability politics always shows up when it comes to incidents like this in popular culture because the the, the folks that I see having such an issue with Lizzo did not have an issue with folks who I think maybe they see as attractive or they see as a quote unquote like standard or typical body in mainstream. And that makes them uncomfortable. And that's something we can acknowledge, right? Like that I feel uncomfortable by this and let's sit and figure out what that is, but also understand the both and like you can figure that out and you can recognize that Lizzo doesn't give a fuck about what you think, is what I'm guessing. I think I saw Lizzo post something about, like, how she tries to stay very positive in her posts, even when she reacts to things and being like, I am just joyful and grateful that I am not uh, where I was once was, right? That I'm living my dream and I'm chilling in my house and I have all this grace and grateful and gratitude. 
I don't know where I was going with this. You feel me though, right? Like, I don't even think I gave you questions like I said in the beginning, but not necessarily me giving you particular questions, but to you, for you to sit and self-reflect if in this instance you were bothered by Lizzo, right? And what it means to be bothered by someone who is modeling what it's like to refuse to dim your light. I'm really here for the black and brown femmes, the fat femmes who see this regardless of age and see see themselves, right? The fact that so many folks feel like they're not enough or they don't have this particular body or align themselves with the standard of beauty so they don't allow themselves to exist in their full authentic self. I'm glad to see that there are more and more folks out there in the limelight, in the mainstream that uh, are unapologetic. I hope that it doesn't take privilege necessarily for you to be able to live your best life and live authentically, but it's good to see that there are more people that are being centered that look like me, that look like the folks that so often are impacted and put to the fringes of society because they don't look like what we think is supposed to be desirable or normal or typical or fill in the blank. I'm here for it. I'm here if Lizzo, like I think about, I'm going to be transparent here because I was just talking to my lover about like what was like an embarrassing time in your life. And I wasn't sure because I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't think about anything really embarrassing. And then something really hit me. There was a time at undergrad where (laughs) I'm a part of this local sorority, a multicultural organization. We only have like one Greek letter, right? So anyway, that's not the story, but I always got to pick us up. So what was I saying? Okay, so we were like, I don't remember a stroll competition maybe, or we were just strolling. It must have been just strolling, I think, because I don't think it was a competition. And we were on stage and we had just finished like chilling in my suite and pre-partying. Anyway, something must have happened. I think I burned the seam of my pants or my pants weren't ready for my true abundance. And in any case, we have this one stroll where like we really sexy, like sway to the floor, right? And you know, my fat ass could touch my toes, right? Shout out to flexible fat femmes. And in touching my toes, <laughs> uh, my pants split open. And at that time in my life, I was freaking out, but also trying to be cool. I don't know what I look like. I'm so grateful that people weren't really on their phones like that in terms of like recording. However, if you do have that, please send it to me. I don't know if you'll have it because that was over a decade ago, but you know, I I have to ask for the things that I want, right? I have to say the things. But anyway, I like turn around or like, no, what was it? Oh, I went to my soror in front of me and like told her like take your sweater off right take it off so I could tie it and wrap it around me and keep strolling because I wasn't just gonna run off stage and I think what was I like 20 19 I don't know that Cindy Lee maybe 
if that would have happened around the time that Lizzo was living her best life and letting her cheeks fly in all of their glory, maybe I would have been like, you know what, fuck it. Y'all gonna see this G-string and I might even have to put my PayPal out there because there was no cash app back then to like ask for donations, right? And to have that. And I'm not saying that there are not those who had that confidence that they would have did that without Lizzo. I'm not saying that, but that might have piqued me, right? Like Lizzo being around might have got me on my flute instead of my flute sitting in the basement, right? Because sometimes we need to see ourselves to get that, you know, that sparkle back in our eye and feel seen and feel like there's community. And I feel like that there are instances and folks that are watching Lizzo and getting that little chisp, right? That little chispa, that little like bet. I am like as a as a message, like I can be doing this, right? Somebody is going to see that and be like, oh, I'm bugging off of wearing these spandex because everybody says that only a particular body type or these poom poom shorts, right? And they are getting inspired and empowered to be able to do these things and be like, fuck what people say, because at the end of the day, people are still going to say something. I'm not sitting here trying to be in anybody's fan club, but I'm like here for it. I'm here for it. And that's despite Lizzo having some instances where um, I wouldn't agree with her on certain things. And she's been seen or there's been discussions around certain things that come come up about that have been deemed problematic, let's say. But like I said before, like it's a both end. We can see and take these pieces and, and talk about the nuance. And it makes for a good conversation. So yeah, I think I have talked enough about Lizzo. I think you are starting to get to know me a little more if you haven't, because I know this is audio, but I would like to be clear that I am fat in real life. You're welcome. And yeah, I'm just here to see this and to see how our younger generations continue to unfold and live more unapologetically and they're more transparent and I'm going to end there because I, now I want to talk about all the things. I want to talk about like Summer Walker and her openness about her mental illness and talk about no name and her being so real and raw to say the things that we already know, right? Like that it's un- it can be uncomfortable for black artists who do black music and for- do it for black culture and then go perform at shows that are predominantly white folks or have or do not have a lot of black folks in there and that can turn into a whole other conversation that I'm here to have but I'm trying to keep these cute and short for now because coming 2020 I am ready to hear some feedback from y'all I'm ready to showcase some of the people that I love in terms of the work that they're doing and in terms of the people that they are so I'm going to start interviewing folks that I fuck with and that feel good in my spirit and that have good conversations with right and just having real organic conversations about things that either are coming up or that are coming up for them individually. So I'm a, I'm a chill for now. Uh, I may have another episode coming before 2020. And I think that one I'm going to focus on just highlighting what 2019 was for me or for things that have popped up. Or if you have anything that has come up and y'all send it to me and I'm inspired to talk about it. So 
Until next time, thank you for listening. This has been your succulent sexologist that stays on shimmy and stays on shuffle, Cindy Lee Alves. Tune in next time.